we left off yesterday, um, we had two opinions about um, how long, what, what period, what time period we're talking about for Banish Moshes. So uh, the first one was three parts of a mill, and the second one was uh, two parts of a mill. So the Gemara explained that the Rabbi Hudu holds, um, sorry, uh, Rabbi uh, who holds, it's three parts, that was meant three quarters, and uh, Rav Yosef said two parts, he, that means two thirds of a mill. So uh, we're on the top of the Lord Hayo Amad Aleph. So my Benaihu, so after bringing down the, the, those two opinions, so what's the difference between these two opinions? Ika Benaihu, Palga, the Danka. The difference is a twelfth. The difference between three quarters and two thirds is a twelfth of a mil, um, which translates to about a minute and a half according to our eighteen minute mil. Uh, let's see Rashi. <coughs> First Rashi on the page, Palga de de Danka, Echad Miyud Beis Bemil, it's a twelfth of a mil, the Shira de Rabat plus Ribe Mila. So now we're going to get a, a little math lesson from Rashi. Um, Rabba, Rabba's shear was uh, three quarters of a mil. Hainu Tisha Palgi Danka, that's nine twelfths. Vashir de Rav Yosef, Shmona Palgi Danka. And Rav Yosef's shear was, uh, eight, was eight twelfths. And Danka Shtu, so Danka is actually a sixth. So it's, a, it's talking about a half of a sixth, which is a twelfth. So the difference between them is one twelfth of a mil. So. Um, Greatest comedy in Hmm? Yes. Greatest comedy in Amelie, yes. That's why we learned it. What's like fifth grade math or something? <laughs> sixth grade, I don't, remember. I don't remember when I learned that. Um, but uh, so now the 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 uh, Gemara brought this down to show us that um, we see because uh, earlier we said that um, Rabba's opinion was a shorter time and uh, Rav Yosef's opinion was a longer time. So here, we, here we're looking at a similar thing that Rabba held. It was uh, the the longer period of time that you had that extra twelfth of a mil, and uh, Rav Yosef held that you have slightly less time. So I'm going to try and compare these two cases to show us that yes, we see that Rabba holds longer and Rav Yosef holds shorter, um, even though it's a small amount. Um, so now the Gemara is going to bring a completely unrelated case, uh, and the opposite is true by a case of a basket. Um, we find that in Machlokas Rabbah, and Yosef by a basket also regarding Mukta. Dama Rabbah, Rabbah says, bas If you have a basket which holds two kur, which is a very large, which is quite a large amount, uh, then it's mutter to carry on, to, to move on Shabbos. This is talking about mutter, not about carrying. Um, because it's still, it's still within the guidelines of a kli. But if it holds three kur, which is an uh, even greater amount, then then it's also to move it on Shabbos because it's no longer considered a kli. Something that's not a kli has uh, all the halachas of mutter that apply to it. The Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, "Baslosa kure nami shari, three kure is also mutter. Basarba kure aser. However, he holds it when once you get to four, uh, that's aser. So, the 
the Gemara is trying to show us here that there's just this unrelated case where Rabba and Ragosef hold the opposite. Uh, Rabba, in our case, held two, and Ragosef held three parts. Here, uh, Rabba holds two is mutter, and Ragosef holds three is mutter. So, um, sorry, the other, other way around. In our case, Rabba held three parts, and Ragosef held two. Here, Rabba holds two is mutter, and Ragosef holds three is mutter. So, it, it's rever- the, the um, numbers are reversed. Um, okay, I'm, I'm not exactly sure why the Gemara brings this down, what, what the point of trying to do this is. I mean, maybe because we saw two cases where they held one way that you shouldn't apply that to their opinions all the way through Shas or, some, or through other, other halachas if you're not sure. But to say that there are, there's another place where they do hold something else, I'm not sure. But uh, the Gemara is bringing it down to show us that they, there is a place where they hold uh, the opposite, where Rabba holds the smaller one and Rabbi Yosef holds the, the larger one is Mutter. Let's see Rashi. Uh, the second Rashi on the page, V'chilufa, and the opposite, Ifligu Rabba of Yosef Bechalta. They argue by a basket. Hasam Shira de Rav Yosef Nafish Midiraba. So over there, Rav Yosef's Shira is greater than Rabba. Rabbi Amar Hachat Tlasa Amar Hasan Trey. Rabbi said three over here. He says, and he says two over there by the case of the basket. Rabbi Yosef Amar Hachat Trey Amar Hasan Tlasa. And Rabbi Yosef says two. In our case, he says three over there. So, um, that's yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure what the Gemara is trying to achieve by bringing this down, but it's showing us that there's a there's an opposite. Um, Opinions between Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef. So it's just the, the size of a uh, basket that's mukta on Shabbos. It's considered mukta because it no longer has a Torah's kli on it. Anything that's not considered a kli is going to be considered mukta. Right, but what's the connection to None whatsoever. None whatsoever. <laughs> so just, okay. It's it's we're, we're, we're sort of playing a numbers game over here. Um, Rashi seems to focus on the numbers of two and three, as opposed to the smaller or larger. Um, but the fact that the one's opinion, who was, who wanted right? He said three over here. He says two over there. He says two over here. He says three over there. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, let's continue in Rashi. Chalsa Kaveris is a basket. The, the discussion here is whether you're allowed to move it on Shabbos because it has a Torah's Kli. Something that's two, these these uh, Kalim we're talking about are very large. Like uh, two Kur, I think, is like 40 saw. That's, that's, that's a large amount. Bas <clears throat> Tlasa. So Rabba said if you have one that's three Kur, Gedoli Yosher Midai, it's. it's too big, the interest clear on that, it does not have a, it's not considered a cleat. Okay, so let's go back to our discussion of, uh, I'm sorry, we're going to continue with this discussion for a little bit. Omar Abaye, back in the Gemara, Abaye said, Boy Mine, Demar, Bashas Maisa. He said, I asked uh, about, the, about this case when it happened, Bashas Maisa. 
he asked he asked Rabbi, uh, what's the halacha on Shabbos? It was on Shabbos. He had a kli uh, this size, and he asked Rabbi, what's the halacha? Um, and even a basket that was too kur, he did not allow me to move. So what's going on? Apparently it's a contradiction to what we just said. We said, Rabbi holds two kur is fine. So why would he tell Abayi that it's not okay? So command, so who's he holding? Like Kaitana, like this a certain Tana, the, the Tanan, who was taught in the Mishnah, Kaveris HaKash, or Kaveris HaKonim, if you have a straw basket or a reed basket, Uboris Fina Alexandrius, and some container that they would have on boats in Alexandria. The, I think they say they would, they, uh, Rashi says they would put um, drinking water into it, and that, that's where they would get their uh, drinking water. Um, even though they have a, uh, a rim around the edge, and they hold 40 saw of liquid, which is too kur dry, which is this, the size we're talking about, to harem, they are still uh, tahar. Um, let's see Rashi. Um, so Abayah said he asked from Rabba, Rashi says, it was at the time he needed the answer to that question, it was for practical reasons. Um who's this opinion going like that he didn't even allow him to move this uh, thing that was less than two uh kur. Kash the Zinovas Shibolin, the straw is the the ends of the uh stalks. Um Istres. Okay. Ubar Svina Alexandris, Svina Godolish, a Persian Baliam, you have a a big boat which goes to the sea, Liama Godal. Goes out on the uh, sea on the Mediterranean. and the water is obviously salty. come in bar. They would make this big clay, which is somewhat like a pit. And they put in uh, clean water. Lach ain't by goidish. So when we're talking about something that's liquid, it doesn't have um, any uh, um, pile on top. It doesn't. It can't go over the top of the. Uh, Clear. The liquid stays flat in the clear. You can't you can't overload it and have a heaping clear full of uh, anything liquid. Shehenkurayim. So that that uh, shear of forty saw of liquid is is two kur <coughs> of uh, dry goods. Shishim saw biyavish. That's sixty saw of something dry. Shagodesh machzik shlish bekelim shalahem. Because the uh, part that would stick up over the top, the mound of of. Uh, Grain that would be over the top of the clear would be, be an extra third. In their kelim, kiyam, kiyam They they were made like this sea that um, shlomo made. Not sure exactly what that is. Goifan kechatsi rechavan. The uh, height would be half of the width. Vehim agulim, and they're round. They're talking about a big, a, a huge bucket, um, which was half as high as it was wide, and and therefore the. Uh, Mound over the, that stuck above the rim of the uh, kli would be an extra third on top of that. So he said, this Mishnah said that these kelim are tahorim. Tiiskash kli eats lasak because we have, we learn out from a pasuk, a hekesh, that you can compare a wooden kli to a, uh, to a cloth, to sackcloth, 
the metalto that you can the metalto male vereikon that you can carry them when they're full or they're when they're empty. Vizet ena metalto male you can't carry this thing when it's full. The god loyos with that because it's too big. If you're going to try and carry it, it's going to break. So this kli, it's 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 too big to be practically used as a kli because you, if you pick it up, it's going to break. You can't carry it. Um, so therefore, that's why he said that that in this particular case, it's going to be uh, tahor. But that doesn't necessarily re- relate to the to the uh, muktzah aspect of it. Um, okay, so let's go back to the Gemara. Uh, about 10, 12 lines down on Lamed Hamad Aleph. Amar Abaye. So Abaye said back to Rabba Shmamina. So we learn out from here. Hai Gudcha Tilsahave. That the uh, mound on top of the Kli uh, is a third. Um, so therefore, since, it's, since this Kli is too big to really be useful as a clear, that's why he said that you can't uh, move it on Shabbos uh, uh, because it's considered muktzah. Um, so, yeah, right. And even even if it's too kur, um, since we say that it's tahar, once we say that it's tahar, that that tells us that it's no longer considered a kli because only something that's that's a kli can be makabel Um So that's what that's where Rabbi's learning from. To say that um, Abai wasn't able to move this uh, two kur thing on uh, this basket on Shabbos. Okay, so we've uh, we finished this little tangent of the baskets, which we brought down just to show that uh, Rabbah and Rav Yosef hold opposites in different places. Now we're going to go back to our discussion of Ben uh, <coughs> Um continuing with Abai still. So Abaye Chazia the Rava. Abaye saw Rava one one uh, Shabbos. The Kadavi Lamarav. He was uh, looking out at the west. Sunsets in the west. He was looking at the west. Amarle. So he said to him, Vatanya Kolzman should pnei mizrach madimin. He said, but we learned in the uh, Brisa before that <coughs> when you're trying to determine exactly when Ben um, Ashmoshes ends, uh, we said that it's when the eastern side is still. Uh, somewhat red. So Amalei's Rava said back, Do you think that means the real eastern, the actual eastern side? Like, no, that's not that's not the case. It doesn't mean you look at the east. It's You have to look at the 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 side of the sky which makes the eastern side red. And uh, therefore, since it's the side that makes the eastern side red, it's going to be the western side, which is going to be the light, the lighter side of the sky as the sun's setting, which is some of the uh, sun's rays are going to uh, filter over to the uh, eastern side. Ikada uh, Amri, there's another version of this story. Rava Chazi Abaye de The other way around. Rava saw Abaye, he was looking out to the east. And he said, "Do you hold? Do we hold that it's the actual eastern sky? It's got to be the side that makes the eastern side red, which is what we saw in the previous version of this story. That's what Rabbi himself held also. And the 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 example of this is a window. And Rashi is going to explain exactly uh, what he means by that. Let's see, Rashi." Um, Dave, 
right, right across in Rashi from where we just from the a little above the two the where the two dots is in the Gemara. Davi Mabit Erev Shabbos Liros Imyesham Admumis Chama. So he was looking on Erev Shabbos to see if there's any uh, redness left in the uh, from the sun in the sky. So uh, Rava said back, "It's not. We're not talking about the actual eastern side, which is, should still be red, but we're talking about the side that makes the eastern side red." which is talking about in the evening. The sun sets in the west. And the sun's rays make the eastern side red still, like a window. Because when the sun uh, enters into the window, we know when the sun sets, you see the the red um, the red rays coming in through the window. So he was looking for that similar um, color in the in the western sky that the rays would filter over like they, when they come through a window. Which is, and the Gemara actually says that that it's referring to the window, which. Uh, Shows that redness. Okay, let's uh, go back to the Gemara. Um, the next, ke- the next opinion in the in the Brisa was Rabbi Nechemia Omer by the two dots in the middle of the page. Rabbi Nechemia Omer Kadeshi Halech Adam Mishetishka Chama Chatsi Mil. Rabbi says that when it's uh, the amount of time it takes to walk half a mil after the sun setting. Which we generally say is uh, nine minutes. If a, walking a whole mill takes eighteen minutes. Amar Chanina. Chanina said, If you want to know how long the shear of Rabbi Nechemia is, you should go up to the uh, leave the mount, leave the sun at the top of Har Carmel. Vyered, go down the mountain. Biyitbol, biyam, go tovel in the ocean, biyale, and then come back up. So, if you want to know how long it is, then go to go to the top of Mount Carmel, and uh, start there when the sun's right at the top. Go down and come back. Uh, go down, take a dip, and then come back. That is the shear of Rabbi uh, um How long Ben Ashmoshes lasts for? Um Amr Abhir Abhir says something slightly related. Uh Liros Bayrash of Miriam. If someone wants to see the well of Miriam, Yala Larosha Carmel, Yutape Vira Kimin Kavara Bayam. If you go up to the top of Mount Carmel, that's the connection here, we're talking about things you can see from uh Mount Carmel. You go up to the to the top of the mountain and look out towards the uh, ocean, you'll see some sort of sieve like Thing in the ocean. Vizuhi Be'erishal Miriam, this is the well of Miriam. Um, Omar Rav, continuing on, on our tangent, Rav says, Mayan Hamitaltal Tahar, a traveling spring, which really means the Be'er of Miriam, because I, d- I don't know of any other traveling spring that existed uh, ever s- before or after the Be'er of Miriam. Tahar, it's considered, ta- it's Tahar, you can use it as a mikvah Vizel Be'erishal Miriam, and that is the well of Miriam. You could you can use that as a uh, mikveh, even though it's not necessarily a naturally occurring uh, spring. Um, let's see, Rashi. Caramel. 
So we said, if you want to know how long this shear of half a mil is, um, as you go to the top of Mount Carmel, it's the mountain that's on the uh, coast. It's right by the right by the beach. The Hamas some of what we call today Mount Carmel. Yeah. I assume it's the same Mount Carmel. It could be, yeah. yeah. It's going to take you more than nine minutes to walk all the way down, go in the water. It's going to take a dip and then come back. And walk all the yeah. way back up. I don't know. I, I, I don't I, know the, uh, the Matthias of it. What they're referring to. Well, I mean, you're, I mean, it's, you can see all of Haifa from there. Right, right. right. Yeah, I don't and know. That's pretty high up. Well, let's see exactly what he's exactly what he's saying. Um, so Rashi says, "Har shall spas hayom." Still, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, nine minutes is is like a half a mile, you know, roughly. I mean, half, half a mil is even less than that. A, a mil is about is anywhere about from a mile. No, less than that. A mil is about, well, three, about two thirds of a mile. Walk, it takes you eighteen minutes to walk a mil. Yeah, it's, it's about, about a mile. I mean, the, the length of a mil is two thousand amas. Which is about uh, a kilometer, which is about um, six miles. Yeah, yeah six miles. Yeah, but that's a very you're walking at a very slow pace, though. Right, I'm saying, but that, that's the general measurement we give to a mill. So, um, but I'm saying usually most people can walk about a mile. Yeah, in right. eighteen, 18 minutes. minutes. Yeah, right. So nine minutes would be like half a mile. So that says you could walk like from here to Shard Sadek kind of thing. Right, right. Okay, so that yeah. means you like you know nine minutes. Yeah. So here they have you going down. Right, they're going. You're going. These were uh, very fast troops. Sure. Yeah. I, I, that's why I, I don't know what the uh, Matthias is of what which locations they're talking about and where, where where it is what they're talking about. So you know, it's. Of course, now you have traffic. Okay, so we're, we're talking about Carmel, which is which is Fasayam. The Chama Samach Lishkiyos and Nires Al Rashi Haharim, and when the sun is uh, towards setting, it's uh, you see it on the top of the mountains. And in the time that you uh, can go down, toivel, and come back up, then that's considered night time. The Gemara says that uh, if you want to know how, how long Rabbi Nechemi's shear for Ben Ashmashas is, you go to Mount Carmel when the sun is at the top of the mountains. You go down the mountain into the water and then go back up, and then that's the amount of time that that takes. Hmm. We also said before that, that it's half a mil. Right, we said we time it takes to walk half right a mil. to walk half a mil. So I, I'm not sure what the what they were trying to clarify here. I mean, half, half a mil is half a mil, so I, I don't know why this uh, shear is is yeah, coming up. Spanish Marshall says there it's wrong. Right, Spanish Marshall says there it's wrong. Right, similar to. To LA, but it's not necessarily like you know London or Paris. Right, or, right. So I mean, I, I'm not sure why the why the Gemara is saying um, if you want to know how long it is, then yes. that's it. We, we said it's half a mil. So um, now, nowadays, how do we know? We use the money map. Right. <laughs> it also gives us the answer. And this is this is this is the discussion that came to the conclusions that we have today. You know, we have uh, there are still many opinions, but there are uh, many there are a few generally accepted opinions for Ben uh, Um 
Okay, so we said that it's Kamin Kavar. If you want to see the uh, Well of Miriam, there's some sort of sieve-looking thing in the water. Sela uh, Ogol, it's a round stone, but also Kavara, and it's made like a sieve. has a lot of holes in it, so the, I guess the water could come out. Zeho Be'erashal Miriam. This was the uh, Well of Miriam. It rolled with Cholesterol in the desert. Bishchusa Shal Miriam, in Miriam's merit. Dechsev. Thomas Shal Miriam. Miriam died. And then right after that, the Torah tells us that they didn't have water, and that came to the uh, uh, situation of Moshe Ben hitting the rock, and uh, the rest was history. Tahar. So, Rav Paskin's that a um, traveling spring is Tahar. Milkabel from being able to be Milkabel a Tovlin boy, and you can actually uh, use it as a mikveh, you can Tovl in it. The Lav Kikli Dami, it's not considered a Kli. Leos Hamayim Hanovim Meno Kishu Uvin. To make the water that comes out of it considered like Mayim Shuvin. We know in Mikvois, you cannot have a mikveh which is made from Mayim Shuvin, which means drawn water. So, um, you might think that this rock, since the water is coming out of a rock which could be construed as a Kli, it could be considered drawn water, but uh, the halacha is that that's not the case. The only case of a traveling spring is the uh, well of Miriam. There is no other case. So the Gemara knew where it was? They, I mean, they, they say that this is what the, we just said. If you go to the top of Mount Carmel and you look into the uh, water, you'll see something... Apparently you'll see a rock with holes in it that has, uh, that, that, that's where the water came out of. be a great tourist attraction. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go now, right? And I don't know if, if we know where it is today. Uh, not as far as if I... Did, it'd be a great tourist exactly. attraction. Exactly. <laughs> you making money off it. Um, you can rides in the binoculars. Right, you can pull rides out to it. Uh, you can, yeah. you know, you could set up davening out there. Think of all the things you could uh, yeah. yeah. Then you could have a, a hotline and yep. pray, pray there for you. You know, mm-hmm. right. got to be some exclusive <laughs> or something. Yep. Okay, so let's go back. Let's go back to the Gemara. The, the two dots uh, towards the bottom, bottom of the page. Um, fifteen lines from the bottom. About fifteen lines from the bottom. Over here. Where are we gonna? Uh, so Amr Rav Yehuda Amr Shmuel. So Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, Bein Hashmosha is to Rav Yehuda. So if you recall before, we have a, we um, have a machlokas between Rav Yehuda and Rav Yosef in the uh, mission in the Brisa that we defined Bein Hashmoshes, and within Rav Yehuda we had two opinions of Rabbah and Rav Yosef exactly how to understand um, his his opinion because it, it was this uh, contradictory. Uh, statements. So let's bear that in mind as we go into the next discussion because it's going to uh, confuse us if we uh, don't know where we're coming from. So I'm Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Rabbi Shmuel. Ben Hashmoshes to Rabbi Yehuda. So the Ben Hashmoshes of Rabbi Yehuda, which was um, according to Rabbi, um, it was when the uh, it was when the uh, eastern sky is red um, and also that the um, lower and the upper skies were not were not equal in their darkness. And according to Rav Yosef, that opinion of Rav Yehuda was that um, 
that also that uh, it, it's daytime till the sky becomes red and then it becomes uh, night after the upper and the lower skies are equal in their darkness. <clears throat> so really the ending time of Revuda's opinion they agree on is when the upper and lower skies are, are uh, equal. So during that time of Ben Ashmoshes, Kohanim Tovlim boy. The Kohanim can tovel. Uh, let's see Rashi. Kohanim Tovlim boy. Even though the halacha is that Kohanim have to go to the mikveh towards the evening before before the sun sets because they need to tovel and then uh, they need the sun to set. Harav Shemesh. Um, after their tefillah. If they want to eat truma. So he holds that that time is day. And there's still time um, for the sun to set. So he holds that that time is still considered daytime. So saying banish mashos for the Kohani to, to immerse themselves. Yeah. They can do it banish mashos. The, during, right, during this time of banish mashos of Rav Yehuda. Right, and then he wants the, Right, then once the sun sets, they can eat their truma. Saints. Okay. Yeah. Um, because he's, he said, Rashi says, this, this is daytime still. Um, so the man, so who's this going according to? If you want to tell me that it's Rabbi Yehuda, Sveikahu. So then that's the Lusophic. He's saying, he, he says that time period is still, is Ben Ashmashas. So we know the period of Ben Ashmashas is doubtful what it is. So, um, it's still that that time is still in Suffolk. So how can you tell them to go and tovel um, before that before the time when the uh, upper and lower sky is equal darkness? That that period is the time of Suffolk. And if we're talking about eating truma, that's a major problem. You can't if you're not going to do it right. Um, you're going to get into major isurim. Eating truma, not batara. But rather, we're trying to say that the, during the Ben Ashmoshes of Rabbi Yehuda, Le Rabbi Yossi, according to Rabbi Yossi, who held that Ben Ashmoshes is a moment in time, sometime during that time frame, Kohanim Tovlim boy. So Rabbi Yossi holds that, that even his mo- momentary Ben Ashmoshes happens after Rabbi Yehuda's time frame. Um, let's see Rashi. Um... Okay, so uh, actually, let's let's go a little further because uh, I think this long Rashi is going to get into this uh, machlek, which we have to see further. Exactly, some more what's going on. So pshita, <clears throat> so that's obvious. Um, from what we understood before, Rav Yossi holds that his time is is later than Rav Yehuda, but it's still a moment in time. So Mahuda Tema, so what's the chiddush that we're trying to learn over here? You might have thought. You might have thought that the Ben uh, Ashmoshes of Rabbi Yossi is, is immediately following that of Rabbi Yehuda. Kamash Malon, the Shalim Ben Ashmoshes of Rabbi Yehuda. So the Chiddush over here is that the Ben Ashmoshes of Rabbi Yehuda finishes. And the Ben Ashmoshes of Rabbi Yossi, there's there's a gap for a, moment, a very short gap, and then. The Ben Ashmoshes of Rav Yossi starts. So Amar Rabbi Barbachana, Rabbi Barbachana comes down with a halacha over here. Amar Barbachana, halacha Rabbi Yehuda Shabbos. The halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda 
for Shabbos, that that whole time is considered Benashmoshes. Halacha Karbiosi, then Yen Truma. And Halacha Zakarbiosi for Truma, that Rav Yehuda's time period is considered day still, and Rav Yossi is. Uh, um, there's a there's a slight gap and then a, a, a moment after and that then that time after that is Benashmosh uh, according to Rav Yossi. Um, so Bishleim, so let's just go a little bit further before we see this long Rashi. Bishleim halacha kerev Yehudah linyan Shabbos. So granted, I understand what you mean when you say that uh, the halacha is like kerev Yehudah for Shabbos luchumra. So we have to say luchumra. We have to the, we, we have to take the most machmer opinion for Shabbos because we're going to get into to doing malacha and on something that's a sophic day. We're talking about doraisis. Avalinian truma mahi. What what are we talking about truma? So if you want to tell me it's for the kohanim to tovel before they eat truma during that time period, sveikahi. As we just mentioned, that is a doubtful time period. Elolachilas truma. So. Uh, the Gemara answers no. That we're, we're talking about eating truma, not toveling for truma. Deli achli kohanim truma ad deshlim ben ashmoshes derabiosi. So the the kohanim would not eat truma until the ben ashmoshes derabiosi ends. So that's where the halacha is like that you have to wait till that time uh, after the time period of Rav Yehuda's ben ashmoshes. And once Rav Yosi's ben ashmoshes is done, that's when they would actually eat truma rather than toveling for truma. Okay, the real problem they have here is that they don't have time. Right. They, they don't have watches. Right, they don't have any watches. way of measuring time, yeah. Right. I mean, which means they're using the sun, they're using uh, the astronomical... Right, uh, right, so it wasn't accurate enough, so they can't say, you know, it's so many minutes or whatever uh-huh. it is. So and we see, we see that all, all the way through halachas. The most, most obvious one is uh, in, in uh, Pesach, we, we have to stop eating chametz two hours before the Zman, because what if it's a cloudy day? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, so, so I mean, that's, that's, all these generations uh, are going through because they don't have time. They, yeah. I mean, they had time, but they didn't have a way of measuring time right. accurately. Right, right, right. So, so they, they didn't work. No, they did work. They did work, but if it was cloudy, then they had problems. Right. I mean, that, that's you see that all the way through. You know, what, what if it's cloudy and you light yeah, candles? What's the accuracy of the sundial? Right. You know, like, you know what, what if it's cloudy and you light candles too early? You light before Plaga Mincha on Erev Shabbos. You know, there's there's, there's many, many, many uh, discussions about time. We have watches and we have Maizmanim. Um, we've gone too far the other way now. We're down yeah. to the second. To the, yeah, you know, to the, yeah. To the, yeah. I, I know they're in Mignonim where they dive They look at the clock when they start, and yeah, that's it. They, they're not going to get it down to the, the, the millisecond of uh, when Maizmanim says Nates is. Okay. Are you going to talk about Mignon hmm? on Friday night? And, and uh, you make it to start. Shabbos very late. It could be, yeah. Chassidish have also different different uh, ways yeah, of different doing time. things. They have yeah. a different time. They're different. They're in different time zone. Um, okay, so let's see. Let's see this uh, big Rashi over here. It's, we're uh, the fourth, fourth last narrow line in Rashi on uh, Lamed Hayim Aleph. Mm-hmm. The fourth here, down down here. Fourth last narrow line. Sofik, Sofiku. Sofiku. So we said that according to uh, Rav Yehuda, that time is a Sofik. Lidi day. According to him, since he's calling that time Ben that whole time is uh, we're in doubt what exactly it is. Like we said before, we have this three-way doubt what Ben Ashmosh is considered. And then the possibility is that they now toveled at night. And you don't have the sun setting after their tefillah, which doesn't work. They're not going to be able to eat the truma. <clears throat> okay, we're not going as this. Uh, Part that they're talking about what's between 
Rav Yossi and Rav Yehuda's Ben Ashmoshes to have behead Yom Rashmo Ben Ashmoshes Rav Yehuda Kohanim Tovlim Boy, because we see explicitly that Shmuel said that during this Ben Ashmoshes of Rav Yehuda the Kohanim can tovel. This is really going a different, slightly different girsa of the Gemara, um, which we, we actually discuss, we we have this discussed in the Gemara. So I guess Rashi had a different girsa. So Rashi is saying that according to it seems the way our Gemara is explained, this is how we have to learn. It's talking about the Ben of Rav Yosi. Sorry, this is the, going the other way. We said the Ben between Ben of Rav Yehuda and Rav Yosi, going that way. This is between Rav Yosi and Rav Yehuda. We don't have this part, but let's just uh, let's just go through this quickly to see how Rashi explains it. Um, according to the the, um, the Ben of Rav Yosi, according to Rav Yehuda, this is what he means to say. Ben Ashmoshes the Rav Yosi, the Rav Yehuda, Kahanim Tovlim Boy. The Ben Ashmoshes of Rav Yosi, according to Rav Yehuda, the Kahanim Ken Tovel. Vashmino the Shmuel, the Ben Ashmoshes to Rav Yosi, Kadim the Rav Yehuda. And the way we're learning here is that the Ben Ashmoshes of Rav Yosi is before Rav Yehuda. Utchilas Ben Ashmoshes to Rav Yehuda, Rav Yosi Lel Yehu. And so this this version of the Gemara learns it the other way around. The Rav Yosi's Ben Ashmoshes is before Rav Yehuda. So according to Rav Yosi, Rav Yehuda would hold that according to according to Rav Yosi, Rav Yehuda's Ben Ashmoshes is already night. But Rav Yosi, Rav Yehuda, Yomamahu, and Rav Yosi's Ben Ashmoshes, according to Rav Yehuda, is day. Pabai Harav Shemesh, and however you need the sun to set for the Kohen, need Rav Yehuda Yomamahu. So granted, if the, he's toveling during Rav Yosi's time, according to Rav Yehuda, it's, it's fully day. Miu Hechi Tovel, Haben Ashmoshes Rav Yehuda, Safek Lailahu. But how did you tovel? Because we're talking about the Ben Ashmoshes of Rav Yehuda, which is a doubt if it's night. The Kivan de Ben Ashmoshes Rav Yosi Kherif Ayin Mikami de Salik Mitfila Shalim. So how can you, it, it, it puts us in a difficult situation to, to try and learn like this, because if you have the Ben Ashmoshes of Rav Yossi, which is a moment before um, of Yehuda's, and, it's, and it only lasts for the blink of an eye, so by the time this, this uh, client's finished toveling, Ben Ashmoshes is finished. It's a, it's a, few, a few moments. Shalim Va'al Ben Ashmoshes Rav Yehuda, then Rav Yehuda's Ben Ashmoshes already started, with Safik Lailahu, and then you're in a doubtful time of night, you don't know if he when when he tovled, when did he get out? Was it exactly was it before night? Was it already night? So he's got he can't do anything. He doesn't know where he is now. So that's irrelevant. Because you you can't say this whole thing. Rashi says doesn't work because you can't say that Rav Yossi's Ben uh, is before Rav Yehuda's. Because we said in the end of the because what we said in the end of this uh, Mishnah El Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Yosi Uprachinam Pshita, but uh, so instead the Gemara is like our Gemara learns, which is the difference between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yosi, and we ask it's obvious Rabbi Yosi is, is after Rabbi Yehuda. and if we would have some uh, way to understand and to have a doubt that Rabbi Yosi would be before my Pshitusa. So our Gemara, we said it's obvious. It was obvious to the Gemara that Rav Yossi's is after Rav Yehuda's. So if it wasn't, if that was, if there was a way to understand it the other way, then the Gemara wouldn't be able to say Pshita. Um, so therefore, it must be that Shmuel holds that uh, the Ben Ashmoshes Rav Yehuda is before that, and 
As Rashi is going to continue, Pshita, therefore, it's obvious that according to Rav Yossi, you can tovel during that time, with Rav Yehuda, in the Ben Hashmoshes of Rav Yehuda. Rav Yossi's Suffolk time period is only a, a blink of an eye. Anything earlier than that is day. And Rav Yehuda's opinion is more, and you're going to have this, the, the Hare of Shemesh, and then the 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 not going to have a problem in Rav Yehuda's Benashmoshes according to Rav Yosi. So this Rashi, this long Rashi, is really going into a different way of learning the Gemara, uh, the different uh, lashon of the Gemara, which we don't have. But it does clear up why the Gemara says uh, that it's pshita, it, why it's obvious to the Gemara that uh, Rav Yosi's opinion, <coughs> Rav Yosi's Benashmoshes is after Rav Yehuda's. Um, <coughs> so the next Rashi, the third wide line. The Ben Hashmoshes of Rav Yossi, this, this uh, blink of an eye, is um, immediately following Rav Yehuda's. It's included in the end of it. And when Rav Yehuda's ends, it's already night. So at some point towards the end of Rav Yehuda's um, Ben Hashmoshes is Rav Yossi's moment in time. I feel Rav Yossi, even according to Rav Yossi, and according to that, if you're gonna, if this coin is gonna tovel at the end of Rav Yehuda's Ben Hashmoshes, then you're not necessarily gonna, it's not gonna work for him because it could be he already toveled during the night time because Rav Yossi's Ben Hashmoshes is a moment towards the end of Rav Yehuda's Ben Hashmoshes. So even according to Rav Yossi, if he did it at the end, there would still be a problem. So the Chiddush that Shmuel is coming to teach us to call Ben Hashmoshes Rav Yehuda, Rav Yossi Yimamahu. Rav Yehuda's Ben Hashmoshes is considered completely day, and the whole that whole time period is is you're able to uh, dip in the mikveh. And then Rav Yossi starts, and that's when the uh, sunset actually happens. Right, let's continue the rest of Rashi on Sunday, Mitzvah.